Welcome back to Talking Point. It's uh, 7.25 and uh, my name is Mohamed Fasih Peterson, standing for Buddha Jamil Wallace uh, this evening. Uh, the topic now moves into a much more serious uh, vein and that is, of course, uh, the death penalty and the debate and the issues uh, relating to the death penalty. Now, we know the death penalty was abolished uh, during the... Um, during the uh, early days of the, uh, should I say, the, the handover of power, uh, the new dispensation, the Democ- Democratic South Africa to, in- to 1994, and we know that uh, obviously uh, since then, uh, there has been no call for the death penalty and uh, um, it's kind of been an option that's been off the table. But now we know with recent, in the recent years and recent months as we've seen more and more violent crime in South Africa and uh, an increase in, spe- in especially violent crime and uh, you know, acts related to serious, serious violence, uh, we've uh, noted that there's been an increased call for the death penalty to return and tonight we focus on that in light of an article that appeared, appeared in BizTech, on BizTech, uh, dot co dot za business tech and that's uh, uh, with regard to this issue it's entitled why the death penalty won't solve sa's crime problem and it was authored uh, by uh, the ceo of necros rea solomons let me just read you an extract of that particular uh, um uh, article it says South Africa has one of the highest execution rates globally. Uh, Solomon Gumbezi was the last person to be officially executed in South Africa in, in November 1989. Then-President de declared a memorandum, uh, monitorium rather, in February 1990. The death penalty was finally abolished in South Africa on the 6th of June 1995, as it was in direct conflict with the new South African constitution. Now, um, t- uh, 20 years later, some South Africans seem to think that this is uh, ru- this ruling might have been wrong. Uh, now, NICRO, the National Institute for Crime Prevention and Integration of Offenders, would like an opportunity to comment on the call to reinstate the death penalty and its uh, stance on crime and punishment. And, of course, uh, um, this the article, in a sense, as we mentioned, uh, speaks about why the death penalty won't solve SA's crime problem. So, uh, and online, we have to speak to us uh, regarding this article, the author herself, that is Suraya um, that is, of course, uh, the CEO of uh, uh, Nikro, Surya Salomon. Surya, assalamu alaikum. Salam to you and your li- listeners. Uh, Surya, so, so uh, first of all, um, if we look at uh, uh, the article that you've written now, speaking about the death penalty, um, a lot can be said and a, and, a, and a huge argument can be made for why people feel the death penalty needs to come back. As we mentioned, violent crime is on the increase across the country. We see it also in the townships, in the, uh, should I say, in the Cape Flats, for instance, there's an increase in violent crime, in gang-related activity, and uh, um, some pe- people are living in fear. Uh, these regular shootings or shootouts which prevent people even uh, for us in the Muslim community being able to attend uh, masjid and to be able to attend school due to the fact that it's not safe to go outside Um, and people are saying that there is no deterrent you know for criminals uh, they know that they're going to get into prison they're going to spend a few years and they'll come out again but there is no, there's no there's no measure put in place uh, and they feel that the death penalty is the only option um, in light of your article uh, just frame the, your discussion or your opinion and your views as someone involved in Necro um, or, or heading up Necro in terms of why you feel that that wouldn't be the best option Okay, uh, there's a lot of very important uh, information that I need to give you first. I've been in this criminal justice field for over 25 years, and let me tell you, 25 years ago, 25 years later, we've had violent crimes. So it's not like violent crimes is only happening today. That's a very important fact. 
Two, we also know that the death penalty is against our constitution. Now, you can say that, look, offenders have rights, but so does the victim. Everybody has a right to safety according to the constitution. But, uh, you know, thinking that the, the death penalty is the answer to South Africa's crime problems, I'm going to tell you it's not the answer. The, the problem in South Africa is complex. You know, we've had, you know, we've had apartheid. We've got the scourge of apartheid that we're still dealing with. We've got all the inequalities in South Africa. Now, as long as you don't deal with the socioeconomic situation, you're not going to solve crime. You're going to hang a couple of thousand people a year. Is that what we're going to do? Is that going to solve our problem? I can tell you it's not going to solve our problem. We need to look. Okay, let me, let's take a recent example. We've had the army in on the Cape flats, right? But they, they reported shooting as soon as the army turned their back and walked away. Because the socioeconomic situation remains the same. The drug war remains the same. So as long as there isn't a proper law and order approach to deal with the drugs, the drug laws, the gangster problems, so you need a dual approach. You need a law and order approach, and you need what we call a restorative justice approach. Those that can be rehabilitated must be rehabilitated. And yes, for prison, prison should be protecting society. So those that are a threat to society, that murder, that rape, prison is the place for them. But again, they, they're going to come out, you know. So we need to look at rehabilitation programs. We need to actually look at dealing with the causes of crime. There is no quick fix. So the death penalty, people think it's a quick fix. It's not a quick fix. Now, I'll tell you something. In the USA, there's not, there's not a lot of research. But in the USA, they, some of the states abolished the death sentence. But those that still kept the death sentence, according to criminologists that did uh, research, they found that there was still a 32% increase in crime. So that alone should tell us something. It's interesting that you mentioned the U.S. Um, I was watching your program quite a few years ago, uh, which uh, focused uh, or zoomed in on this uh, one particular gentleman who had been in prison for five years for the uh, killing or the murder of, I think, a five-year-old girl. And um, he was serving, I think, a life sentence. And at that Mm. point, after five years, it was discovered that some of the evidence, um, Mm. you know, that was was seen to support the case against him had... uh, uh, kind had, had kind of um, been uh, basically the case had been based on evidence that wasn't necessarily trusted, and um, at the end, the, the long and short of it was that he was acquitted after spending five years in prison. Uh, it was discovered that there was not enough of a case against him, and the man uh, broke uh, obviously broke breaking down in tears after spending five years in prison. Mm. The judge turns to him and says to him, "You know what? We do apologize. We, we hope you don't hold anything against the criminal justice system for the fact you know you've been in prison for five years." Um, so obviously. We we can say that the criminal justice system in the states, but also in South Africa, is not perfect. In that, sometimes, perhaps, I, I, I'm just just from 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 a kind of uh, trying to balance out the views. We would say that um, you know it's possible for people. We're not saying it is, but it's possible for people to kind of slip through the cracks on both sides, both the criminals as well as uh, people being a victim to the criminal justice system. But on the other hand, you also have made you've also made some points which kind of would add impetus to the, the to the idea that. We should have a um, the measure like that. We should have the criminal justice system instituted. When we talk about uh, when when you've spoken about the fact that um, you know 
the rights of, of the rights of the of the victim people saying also that we as a as we as a, a as as a society don't we have the right to be protected um, there is no deter there is no deterrent and people would also and we would hate to go back but people go back to the part and I've heard this discussion so many times people going back and saying you know what during the part era the death penalty was in place and people were a little bit more afraid they were, uh, of of doing wrong they were afraid of the police Not true. and and all, obviously that was a police state at the time and we wouldn't yeah. want to go back to that but uh, what would you say to these arguments well let me tell you you know one cannot compare uh, when we were you know in the state or during the state of apartheid because during the state of apartheid everything was absolutely abnormal and the fear was not only the death penalty the fear was the security branch the fear was the brutalization by the police so i think that would be the wrong analysis to use completely or, or you know or drawing a similarity with uh, with the, the apartheid regime uh, all i want to say to the listeners is that you know everything starts in a home i say to so many people we uh, I, i'm one of five siblings we grew up in a gang related area in durban not one of us became gang members why because of the value system in the home and because families are breaking down so so critically and there's no intervention to help families you have children back on the streets and all they want to do is become a number become a gang member because that's what they can relate to so we've got to start right there at the home from the day that child enters you know the world to when he actually graduates from school so with government government has to make resources available to have alternatives that youth can actually progress now as long as we're not doing any of that we're going to have this vicious cycle of crime and i can guarantee you in bring the death penalty in and the crime will continue there'll be just more and more that will rise and how many people are we going to sentence to death per annum you know and if you look at the at quite a vast majority of the prison uh, population can be very very successfully rehabilitated back into community so what we have to realize as as society it is our responsibility too to ensure that we're taking care of our kids uh, one of the things i think that is missing from the debate and discussions when we look at uh, criminality and i would like people to sms us 47913 uh, sms us your views and opinions on the topic we're discussing at this moment which is of course the death penalty um one of the things that i think uh, uh, would frame that discussion people don't necessarily look at the offender as it as sometimes as a human being yes. uh, they see them as an anomaly they see them as Absolutely. you know uh, uh, they see them as the evil and the reality is that although we're not condoning criminality and i have to make that clear we're not condoning no, not criminality but but what we are saying is that if we look at uh, young kids in 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 for instance the cape flats who were drawn into gangs who yeah. end up killing people they aren't hardened criminals they no. through circumstances through the environment that they find themselves in and through the 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 the, the idea of trying to just survive in a, yes. in, in in terrible circumstances we do find them drawn to these things and um that in a sense would uh, w- would make us understand that it's not a clear cut black and white situation there are as we've mentioned there are other no. factors uh, that would uh, in a sense uh, f- form part of this discussion but then also at the same time and i have to go back to the other side uh, when we look at um the fact that when someone's lost a loved one when someone's lost a, f- a, f- a brother or a son or a wife or a husband to a violent crime the person would then say uh, you know that you know i feel that that person 
person deserves to die for taking yeah. my loved one away. Um, so what would you say as someone who has been involved with Nikola for so many years, who has also seen the other side of the criminal, of the offender, what would you say to someone who, who, who has lost a loved one and who is saying, you know, these people do deserve to die? Yeah, look, I, I can say that I think South Africa does not uh, work on the principle an eye for an eye, you know. South Africa, I always say to people, like to somebody who lost a loved one, I think it's a very difficult one. It's something that uh, the pain I don't think uh, we can experience unless we, we experience it ourselves. You know, but all I can say to that person, that's not the solution because there will be more people that will come up through poverty, uh, through living in places like the Cape Flats that will continue this vicious cycle. So what we have to do to really protect society is break that vicious cycle, you know. And how do we do it? It's not an easy answer. It's a multifaceted approach of really dealing with those causes that get those kids involved in these violent crimes. You know, so no, I, I think as a human being, it's very hard to tell somebody, no, I, I don't feel that way. I think anybody who loses a loved one would feel that way. But all I can say, that's not the solution. Uh, unfortunately, I think we've, we we uh, steadily uh, fast running out of time here, and I think that this debate can you know go on for quite some time. We there's so many factors that we can speak there's about regarding facts. to this, yes. and uh, so many things that would bring uh, a sense of richness to the discussion. But unfortunately, we've run out of time. Uh, Sreya, shukran so much for joining us this okay. evening. And um, if you would like to check out the article that uh, Sreya has written, it's on www.businesstech.co.za, uh, and it's uh, obviously entitled. Why the death penalty won't solve SS crime problem. Sreya uh, Solomons, the CEO of Nikra, Shukan for joining us this evening and all the best with this. Okay, salam to you and your listeners. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.